are now tuned in to the Cosmic Combos Podcast, your number one source for accurate, relevant, and thought-provoking astrological conversations in the podcast nation, the place where stars and minds align. Peace. You're now tuned into the Cosmic Convos Podcast. I'm your humble host, Herut, and I got the, the master astrologer, you know, um, our good brother, Brother Ra. How you doing? Oh, brother, you know, living and learning, taking it a day at a time, but uh, never better, brother. Never better. How about yourself, King? Can't complain. Can't complain. Everything's well, you know. Um, podcast moving along. Um you know, other projects is moving along, you know, learning more every day. So I can't complain. Hey, man, that's the way to be, brother. Staying busy, building your empire, building your kingdom of a day at a time and brick by brick. Indeed, indeed. Um, but before we get any further, um, I want to remind everybody that this episode is brought to you by Push It Forward Media Group and Calaprusha Astrology. You can find Push It Forward Media Group on Instagram at Push it forward. That's P-U-S-H-I-T-F-W-D. And you can find us, you know, on the web as well. Um, at that website spelled just like um the Instagram handle, pushitforward.com. There, you know, we got um you see all the, the various video and film projects that we're working on. Um short films on there coming real soon. Um and um yeah, so uh brother Rod, tell us how to um you know get with you and uh how to uh, peep into uh, Calaprusha Astrology. Yeah, you can find my person on Calaprusha Astrology uh, at gmail.com. You can hit me up there or either on Facebook at Shekamra uh, or on IG uh, Shekamra. So either one of those, either, either, either uh, one of those uh, mediums you can hit me up on. So preferably... Uh, IG or Facebook, but uh, you know, if need be, if you got to shoot me an email with a little bit more detailed information, definitely can hit me up at uh, Gmail account. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So yeah, um, you know we we we're at episode eighteen. You know, um, man, this is this is pretty good. You know, um, I, I got a whole nother appreciation for when I see all these podcasts out here, and they're like on episode one hundred. 25 <laughs> and stuff like that man this you know that's it's a, it's a it's a heavy commitment you know to um you know come and crank out these shows every week man so i definitely want to uh say uh thank you to you brother Rafa, for uh you know um sticking with this thing you know oh brother you know uh it's always uh, a beneficial um thing to really be able to expound upon a spiritual science that is really kind of, um, for the most part, hidden from the masses. And so uh, it's my pleasure, you know, to be able to do this and to bring this to the people. But it's also an honor to work with you, brother, and also to be able to have someone of your caliber to really, you know, um, produce this and create this. Because, you know, without you, brother, you know, uh, we wouldn't be sitting here. So, you know, definitely back at you. You know, definitely. It's... It's uh one hand definitely washes the other, my friend. Indeed, indeed, man. Definitely, definitely uh it's it's a pleasure. Definitely a pleasure indeed. Um so yeah, man, you know, in that on that note, you know, let's uh 
you know, get pushing on this show. Um, the last episode um, seemed to get a pretty good response. Um, what'd you think about last episode? Uh, you know, the episodes are getting better to me. They're really getting to uh, talk about some things that people really do want to know about um, within the context of astrology and even outside the context of astrology. So uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every show that I've listened to has gotten to, to my to, uh, from my uh, perspective better and better. Um, so I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. What about yourself? Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's a topic that, you know, um, we get a lot of questions about, you know, um, on social media and just in daily life. You know, people be asking, they ask me about that a lot, you know, about nakshatras and, you know, asterisms and different things like that, mm-hmm. you know, especially in certain circles, you know. So people, you know, they, they heard of them, but they don't really understand, you know, their role in astrology. And different things like that. So I was, I was very, very, very glad to, you know, be able to, you know, um, you know, for us to be able to put together that show like that. You know, and they seem to, you know, appreciate that. Indeed, no doubt, no doubt. In fact, uh, a couple of people really dropped some some nice uh, Facebook posts uh, centered around that same topic. Where, uh, you know, I didn't even think I think you dropped one or two. Uh, dropped one that mentioned it as well, and so. Um, this science, no one can really say they've mastered it. I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and say I'm um, a BV Raman, you know, which is, or uh, a Chakrapani. These are individuals Mm -hmm. that are by far um, high-level, high-powered astrologers. And they even themselves will tell you they haven't mastered it. So this takes... You know, when you get to a, a level where you're able to use this at a at a level where you're not even uh, you're on a you're on a, such a high plateau with it, all you literally your your whole thought process is astrology. Mine is some to some degree. I, I do study other sciences, so uh, astrology is, of course, the premier most um, aspect of my studies. But I do study many other things, so. Um, I, my my knowledge and focus is lent to other areas of of expertise in life. But um, when you have astrology as your brain thinking process, like these other astrologers, you know, these guys are masters of masters, and they will tell you they don't have all of it down. So, um, you know. When you get to one level of astrology, you realize you haven't learned anything because <laughs> you always there's another level, and there's yeah. another level, and there's another level, another level, another level. So, you know, um, it's just an ongoing process. I'll be doing this till I reincarnate, you know, three or four more times. I did it in the last life, literally. I yeah. did it in the last life. Um, there's certain principles, certain astrological placements where you can see. You know, did you did you do this in the last life? And by far, my whole chart is set up this way. So, you know, this is obviously just a continuation. I reincarnated to continue to do this, but um, you know, the science is so vast. We could take nakshatras and do probably five shows on it, and then keep going. So, um, but I did enjoy it. I really think the people got a lot out of it, and they got a good understanding of really a lot of the difference 
differences in the powers that this form of astrology has in comparison to some of the others. So, and things like that, those types of class, those type of not classes, but uh, podcasts will be coming down even more so. Things like Varga charts, um, things like different types of ascendants, um, the dashas we haven't touched upon. I mean, there's just so much stuff, right, that we're going to expound upon during these podcasts. So, y'all stay strapped in, stay listening, and uh, keep your pad and your pen, <laughs> your pad and your pen handy. Indeed, indeed. All right, so um, yeah, so let's uh, you know, start, you know, get into today's topic. Um, and as usual, you know, we try to, you know, walk the line of you know, being you know, kind of nerding out on astrology, right? Because we (laughs) we can definitely do that for sure. Um, you know, but we also you know, uses as practical tools in our daily lives. You know, I, I, I use astrology in my business. Um, you know, I use it, you know, in my relationship and just, you know, different avenues of life. You know, my, my chart is just in the back of my mind, <laughs> you know, all the time. So, um, you know, in that vein, we kind of want to, you know, jump on a topic that's, you know, very, very, very relevant, you know, in today's time, you know, um, you know, we're in the me too era, right. <laughs> you know, we're in the, the time period where, you know, what would they call it? Cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it says we're in a time period where, you know, you have the, the court of public opinion and, um, you know, it's a, it's a practice of, writing people off if they, you know, go outside of the societal norms of the day or that, you know, the outward surface societal norms of the day, you know, without any real attention, you know, placed on, you know, how do we help to, you know, rehabilitate a certain person or how do we, you know, help develop a person um, to, you know, try to, you know, get them to grow past whatever it is that they're engaged in that's, you know, causing, you know, um, disruption in society mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that, you know. And, um, you know, astrology has a, um, I mean, it's an excellent tool um, for putting a true perspective, you know, on these, you know, this on this particular issue, you know. Um, you know, we live in a punitive society, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they want to see blood, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, the justice system is not about correction. It's about revenge, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, we were just talking and just, you know, going, you know, through a lot of the different, you know, headlines that we've seen throughout the years and different things. And then you go and you look in the charts and it's like, boom. There it is. <laughs> All day. You know, uh, I mean, would you would you agree with that? You know, through your experience going and, you know, <laughs> seeing these things sort of um, predestined in, in, you know, individuals charts and charts of nations and different things like that. Yeah, you know. Um, the thing about it is, you know, I um, we all were pretty much raised Christian, you know, 
for the most part. And uh, yeah, I went through some transform transformative processes dealing with Christianity. You know, um, working through the fear. What if I'm wrong? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, what if I'm making a mistake? You know, and that's a big grievance that anyone that is a knowledge seeker has because, you know, we've been ingrained from children as a child. It becomes habit to think that there's a possible afterlife that could be eternal damnation. And so. Yeah. When you begin to really delve into the realities behind those doctrines, you begin to see that there is a fundamental truth that is universal and that the supreme being is in ultimate control. And I'm not talking about a man sitting in a chair with a white beard, <laughs> right? With a white tunic on, with a rod and a staff. I'm talking about a being that is trying to experience life in all its vastness, in all its different colors and perspectives. And so when you realize that, you know that destiny of a man or a woman is just the opportunity for that being to witness something, to realize itself inside of the construct of what we call the human mind. It's literally something that is trying to look back upon itself. And the only way to do that is to create a being that has the ability to recognize there is something beyond yourself that is moving things. It's the only way. Because when you begin to sit back and ponder, why did this happen? Why didn't I do this? Or why did I do this? Or why did she do that? Or why did you have to stop and really ask? Did we, you know, we did a show on that, you know, kind of mentioned it a little bit. Did I really make the choice or did the choice make me? <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, it's a strange thing because inherently in the design of everything is its own demise. But inherent in the design of everything is its own ability to produce the best of itself as well. And one of the things in astrology that we learn is that when you go on through a rough period, right, you realize that it's a, it's a period. It's not forever. It doesn't last forever. It's not something that's designed to uh, last forever. For example, you know, a lot of people go through K2 periods. K2 periods are the roughest period of all Dasha system, all Dasha periods. They just are. Um, and so it lasts for seven years. Well, it's kind of a message inherent in that. But the Supreme Being says, you know what? Um, the Saturn Dasha period lasts for, for 19 years, right? Rahu mm -hmm. period lasts for 18 years. Yeah. But the worst period is one of the shortest. After the K2 period, Venus, which is the longest period for 20 years, comes right after. 
So you see kind of like <laughs> this inherent, you know, like when Rahu hits, Jupiter comes right after. Yeah. So it's kind of like the Supreme Being has set things up to create the balance of the powers that be, what we call malefic and benefic planets. And what that means is you have planets that are taskmasters and you have planets that are, um, they open up the opportunity for growth and expansion, right? And so both of them play a very crucial role in man's life in that they both are necessary for you to do what you need to do. If everything was all beneficial and hunky-dory and you had nothing but benefic energies all around you, you would never do anything. Yeah. Right. And then if you had nothing but um, drill sergeants, um, you know, um, harsh energies, forceful things manifesting, you would be broken. So there's this kind of ebb and flow, this high and low, this like balancing act, right, that, that creates life. Right. We have catabolic energies. You have anabolic energies. They're both very ne necessary for your metabolic energies to be balanced. So everything in life is this duality of things. But you find in astrology, the times that you're in those rough periods, that's the time when you're actually learning the most. And there's a compassion inside of that. And that even though it might be a dark hour, right? It might be all hope seems to be lost. When you contact the astrologer, he's going to tell you, or she's going to tell you, well, within the dark period, there's some periods that definitely will be uplifting as well. Mm. Right? During Saturn Dasha, I mean, let's keep it a, let's keep it above. Saturn Dasha lasts for 19 years. All 19 years of it is not going to be bad. Yeah. Right? In fact, you might you might learn that some folks don't even know how to act when they come out of the period because they're so used to being in a certain focus that energy carries over and they actually are getting more things done than they ever have done before. I have a in astrology you have transits and in transits you have these these squares and these oppositions. Well, I'm dealing with a Saturn opposition. I've never got more work done in my life. I mean, it's not, <laughs> you know, folks, I mean, I'm living on this planet just like anybody else. So astrologers are not exempt, right, from the realities in which we deal with as man and woman. But yeah. we understand them. We embrace them. Right. And we maximize on them a lot differently than sitting back and being or feeling oppressed or restricted or denied. Because Saturn is the planet that builds slowly. But when the building is done, you have a castle. Right? So, yeah. And I've gotten, never gotten more work done in my life. So it's the compassion that I get from understanding my own personal dilemmas and issues and challenges. Because then it says, you know what? Everything is right on time. Right on time. <laughs> and in... In astrology, you know, the hidden beauty of it is that you literally can know. If you have a child, you will see the child unfold based on the chart. You will see it. I have children, right? 
Right. And congratulations to you, brother, because you're going to be in the same bracket very soon, right? <laughs> uh, but you will get an opportunity to witness the unfoldment of that chart in a little life. And it's, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. That's when you know this stuff, you can't, there's nothing you can do to escape it. <laughs> My daughter and my, my son, there's nothing I could do to change their destiny. Nothing. I mentioned, you know, maybe previously that my own son, my uh, youngest son, um, had to go and stay with some family members of mine. But when I looked at the Dashas, he was in a, he was in a moon. Saturn, Dasha, and Moon and Saturn in opposition in his chart. I'm like, wow. Hmm. So, you know, these things are written. You know, these things are there because they're designed to give a set of experiences that gives you your character, that makes you you, and the compassion that comes with knowing is beyond what you can imagine. You know, just like when you go to a doctor, you have to look at this from the same perspective. Just like when you go to a doctor, and the doctor says, well, you know what? You got diabetes. What you gonna do? Right? You gonna take it, start destroying your body even more, start not caring about the fact that you have to now deal with something that that has been uh, created for you to deal with what are you going to do you're going to sit back and blame the doctor blame your body blame your mama are you going to sit back and say you know what i'm going to exercise every day because i know that changes the context of diabetes within the body i'm going to eat foods with fiber Right, because that changes the context of foods in the body. I'm gonna change the type of ways I get sugar. I'm gonna literally change my whole life, and you know what? You actually become healthier. Though the doctor didn't do yeah. you a disservice, he just told you what the reality is. It's the same thing we do, but on a much deeper level, because we can see the psychological implications of the diabetes. We can see Venus in the in the sixth house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the combinations, y'all. I mean, not all people who have Venus in the sixth house has it. No, but there's a proclivity to love sweets. Sixth house is addictions. Mm-hmm. It's addictions. It's imbalances, right? And the Venus planet represents sweets. <laughs> So we can see it, right? We can, oh yeah, you, you, you have an issue with the lack of love. What do you mean? How do you know? And there's Venus in the sixth house. It's showing me. The sixth house is the third house from the fourth. That means that the mother, right, at the time when you were born, was very much engaged 
in literally moving and shaking and changing her 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 whole life around relationships and those relationships were starved of some type of of some type of commitment or some broken promises or some type of affection and you felt and imbibed those energies and from that on then on you've been seeking to fill your those voids with things that we call pleasure foods I mean, it's all there, right? That's the deeper aspects of it. Yeah. I mean, it goes deep. But nonetheless, we can see it, right? We can see, for example, you know, say you don't grow up with the most attractive face or smile. Let's just say smile. Let's say second house is damaged, right? Second house is your value system. So you grow up with poor values. You have lack of self-esteem. Well, the second house is damaged. So the second house is asking you to get braces. Second house is asking you to build up your self-esteem. Change your values. Because that's the lessons that you came in with. Because you were born inherently in the second house, which is your family, with a family that had a low set of values. Mm. Interesting. So the compassion that this science brings is far-reaching. It's just we live in a society that is antithetical to what was really intended for man and how to man from the way man should should live most traditional ancient african societies they had a diviner and this is divination astrology is divination just from an astronomical perspective but you had a diviner the diviner would cast his calories uh whatever it is the means you can read divination from so many different ways but he would read it through cola nuts right Whatever way. And he would say, you know, or she would say, you know, usually he. Um, you know, your son's going to be born and he's going to have uh, a shoe. His leg as his main attribute to develop. And everybody in the community knows, oh, wow. So he's going to be talking and get the gift of gab. Hmm. But that also means that he could potentially be one that can embellish, right, on the truth a little. He might twist his words to exact something that he wants to get out of the situation versus what is best for everybody. Yeah. So then you start to watch those. We would watch those characteristics and the community would check him by letting him know, Eshu, (laughs) he's on you, right? We would see it in them. And if you, of course you pop the chart, you see it all in the chart. It's the same thing, right? His name, his name, his name would check him. It, the name exactly would be designed mm-hmm. to call attention to those things that he needs to be mindful of. So in traditional societies, and I'm not talking about African, you have Native Americans. You have even have some Asian societies 
that would do this. And in India, the name itself is born from the nakshatra. Yeah. So you see what I mean? We've come up from a through a society for all intents and purposes that is low natured. And so we use the astrology, astrology for these types of um, quick fixes, right? These types of um, get out, you know, get out of jail free card, or um, you know, uh, help me, you know, right or wrong. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that per se, but it should be used on a much deeper, more spiritual level to understand that not only the things that you're trying to right the wrong from can be written corrected, but the innate reason why you did the wrong was already pre-designed to give you a certain set of experiences that's the real crazy part that the thing that you did was already been the thing the fact that you changed and the fact that you did it are all inherent in the same signs <laughs> right so compassion you know it you know the Hippocratic Oath, no, not Hippocratic Oath, but you've heard of Hippocrates, right? Yep. You know, Hippocrates says, and this is where the doctors get their oath, the Hippocratic Oath, the oath that doctors take to do no harm to no one and so forth and so forth. Well, Hippocrates says, if you haven't studied astrology, you can't heal anyone. <laughs> Interesting. So, astrology is designed with compassion in mind in the first place. Mm. It's designed to give you insights that no average person can just walk up and tell you unless they're psychically gifted or they're mediumistic in some way. And even then, you have to be careful because they can only see so far, they can only see that one yeah. event. So, you know, when we look at the ability to use a high science to navigate life, right, to navigate reality, and people say, well, what about the bad people like Hitler? Okay. Well, in, according to the Christian tradition, right, I'm not saying this is applicable because I don't agree with everything the Christian tradition teaches, but they say that God is the author of good and evil. So you have to ask yourself, yeah. hmm, did Hitler's Libra Ascendant with the Ascendant Lord conjunct Mars, conjunct the Sun in the seventh house, engender this angry, frustrated, militaristic disposition. Absolutely. Hmm. But here's the funny thing. He grew up in an environment that fostered it. And that was outside of his control as well. Yeah. So when we look back at Hitler, we can look at the chart. And understand, not necessarily say that it was okay. Because by all means... Harming another being is not something that is cosmically sanctioned. But, yeah. Because the universe also understands that it must happen in order for certain other things to happen, it's all by design. 
and that design was given to him to do what he did. Yeah. In fact, you'd be surprised Hitler studied astrology as well. <laughs> In fact, they even said that had he not made a few mistakes, we wouldn't probably have a different conversation about World War II. Oh, yeah. There's a whole show about that. Oh, yeah. I think we're talking about uh, the same show. Yeah. Is it the Man in High Castle? I think that might be it. I think it was on the... Uh... It was on YouTube a couple... Actually, you can find well, it there, on there's, YouTube. There's a, there's a series out. Right, um, right. Where they, they, they play it as if, you know, the other side won World War II. What would the world be like? Right. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, I got that. Mm -hmm. got that. I haven't seen all yeah. of that, but uh, definitely you can imagine <laughs> what the world yeah, would the be like. The Man in High Castle. That's what it's called. Okay, okay. I'm going to check that out. So, you know what I mean? Like... The supreme being is so vast in its understanding and its and its awareness of how things unfold. You know, it has all these things inherently designed within the constructs of reality, so that it can exact itself as far as the divine plan is concerned. It has to do it this way, but it's built inside of itself a system that you can see what's going on before it happens that is compassion by far <laughs> that's compassion that you can't even fathom to be able to give you a gift to say look i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you what you're gonna go through and you're gonna go through it but how you go through it is your choice yeah. Yeah, and, and you know the funny the thing about that is um you know not beating up on other cultures or anything like that. Um but I know, you know, um especially, you know, here in America um when it comes to, you know, astrology, you know, there's a lot of traditions that, you know, shun people like, you know, you you're taking the place of God. <laughs> By by doing that, you know, but it is actually quite the opposite, <laughs> you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if you're just going to, that's just the same thing as saying, you know what, I'm going to ride this bike down this hill. And I know the hill is going to go down. I know that that's just inevitable, but I'm just going to close my eyes <laughs> and hope God takes the wheel and yeah. be it what happened be it if it may right it's god's will that's just the same analogy as someone saying well i'm not going to use astrology i'm just going to let things happen as they are and you know i'll deal with it as it as it as it comes but in the ninth hour right when your back is broken when you have left destitute. And there's an old saying that God made death less men not forget him. Meaning yeah. adversity is there to awaken you. Right. But if you come and someone says, you know, I don't know if you remember. Right. 
you know, when you know you're going to get the blow, it doesn't hurt as much. Yeah, you kind of you kind of brace yourself. Well, you can brace it, right. You brace yourself, but you don't. It, it, the, it, when you get blindsided, whew, that's the worst. <laughs> it right. is. I just I felt the blow. I, I, I it brought back a right. memory. <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> I got blindsided. Right, that's the like they say you snuck me. Right, that's it, the it's yeah. like disrespect. Right, it's the worst thing versus a head up. Like I'm telling you, I'm gonna hit you, and I'm gonna hit you, right? Yeah. I mean, I would rather deal with something that would come at me face forward, or I could at least know that it's coming, to be able to parry off whatever, right, oncoming hit is coming. I mean, that's how astrology is used. You can't stop the blow. You can't stop it. Yeah. But what you can do is learn to duck. Mm-hmm. You can learn to counter. You can learn to move with the punch, to use the leverage of the other individual, then use that against that person and then ride that out. Right? Yeah. So if you're in a rough Rahu period, right? And Rahu drives most men insane. <laughs> and we all go through it. That's the part of life that you looked a little crazy. Right, you looked mm-hmm. a little something's on, man. Unless Rahu's in a very prominent position, where it's secured by some very powerful planetary placements, then Rahu might actually give you some things that you never dreamed of, right? That actually take and catapult you to a high level, but it also can bring you down to the depths just as fast. So you have to be very careful, because let me tell you all this, right? You can. God can become a drug too. Spirituality yeah. can become a drug too. And then a true initiate knows that's a very dangerous place to be. So, you know, when you're in these periods, when you say, like we talked about, as I mentioned, a Rahu period, right? You can literally use those periods to get a lot of work done. You can get those. You can get yeah. things done you never even imagined. You'll travel and do things that you never even imagined. But you say, "Well, it's going to be happen anyway." But you were riding the bike with your eyes open. It's a little different. Oh yeah. Right. Then you know who you're meeting. Then the whole point of the whole exercise is when you are about to re about to about to settle up, and they say, "Well, we sent you, brother Ra." And we told him to tell you your destiny. Did you listen? Did you adhere? Did you go see the brother? You were given a free gift. (laughs) Well, no, I didn't. I wanted to do it my way. Well, here we are. Yeah. Now, let's settle up. And you'll remember, in that moment, that regret of not listening that regret of not seeking that regret of not opening your mind to the possibility that yes I can know certain things and will tell you certain things whether it be good bad or indifferent because if I tell you that you got diabetes you can you can cure it I'm gonna say you got yeah. cancer you can fight it I'm gonna say your grandma's about to leave this planet 
you can say your goodbyes. That's compassion, by far. Oh, yeah. People say it can be fatal and cold, fatalistic and cold. What's going to happen is going to happen. But why not be able to use it to your advantage? Why not be able to say, Grandma, I love you. Knowing in the back of your mind, and you're not instructed to tell Grandma, you're about to check out Granny. But Grandma is about to leave. It's just time. Well, do you know when she's going to leave? Between this time and this time. So, take this time now. Call her today. And tell her you love her. Tell her you appreciate the lessons that you gave her. Tell her that you're going to remember all the things that you told that you told me. And that God is blessing you. And give her upliftment. Because that's what souls need when they're about to enter into the inner planes. You can give her the gift of entering to the inner planes on a high note. That's compassion. Mm. Indeed. So, <clears throat> you know, many things are in life are like this. You know, I've seen many, 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 many charts. I've done charts for women that were barren. And I saw in the destiny, it was a very narrow window. For them to be able to give birth to another baby, to a, to a baby, I, I, it is what it is. But I told them and I warned them and I actually gave them some opportunities to change it. And they did the best that they could. Now, destiny has it that if it's not meant for you to bequeath a being on this planet, you will not do it. I don't care what kind of technology you have. I don't care. The only way you probably could do it is through a test tube. And it's still not you carrying it to full term. Because one of the things that people don't realize is the embryonic process for a woman is very much, it's almost to the point where you literally are attracting the type of soul that you're going to literally bring into this world. You're literally, by the time you've made love and time that you've, or whatever you do, right, had sex, right, that baby has chosen you. Not chosen in the sense of, oh, I'm going to have fun or this is a great opportunity. Sometimes people choose because they're going to get lessons that they had to give, they gave to somebody else, like abuse, neglect. They needed those, they need those lessons so they can change. And they never do it again a lot of times. They like, I would never do that. Sometimes they become the victimizers. By being the victims, and sometimes they stop and break the cycle. And when they, when that happens, you are gifted things. You are bequeathed certain things in this life and in the next. So you know, life is it's a various sort an assortment of things. But guarantee this: if you know, you can do. If you don't know. You can't do. Yeah. So a lot of times it might seem fatalistic. Y'all. Might seem a little harsh. But it's really not. It's just telling you. Number one. What you kind of already know. But two. What you don't want to see. You know. The person with diabetes doesn't want to hear that. (laughs) 
Who wants to say, I want to go here? I got diabetes. Woohoo! <laughs> no one wants to hear that. But do you need to hear it? Is it is it necessary for your health and well-being to hear something of that caliber? And not all of us doom and gloom. Sometimes we get opportunities to tell great things. I remember I was um, in college and I was learning the science from a guy out of India. And he taught me this little technique called Narayana Dasha. And it's a Jaimini principle, it's a Jaimini technique. Jaimini is another school of thought in astrology. There's different schools of thoughts, right? You have Parshar, you have Jaimini, you have Brigu, you have systems approach, you have different schools of thought. So I was using it and I was, you know, applying it. And uh, I had a co student that um, was in one of my classes. And so. She was like, oh, I want you to do my chart. I want you to tell me what's going to happen with regards to my career. I said, well, I can only tell you what you're going to choose based on what you've been dispositioned to choose and when that choice will yield its fruits. But I can't tell you what's going to happen. It's a little different. It's similar, but different. So she's okay, well, tell me. Da, 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 da. So we sat down and we did it. The next time I'm in class, she busts through the door. Oh my God! She got on her knees. I'm like, oh please, lady, don't. And she's like, no, this is crazy. You told me exactly what was gonna happen, when it was gonna happen, by the people that offer me the exact position. And I'm like, yeah. And my teacher, who was um, a uh, Ayurvedic practitioner, she said, yes, Jyotish has a vast amount of power to be able to do those things. So it's not always, I don't want to make the picture seem like it's negative. It is very much so positive many times. Um, when I get a chance, the opportunity to tell people their children and the great things they're going to do. It's beautiful. Um, you know, so it's, it, it goes, you take the bitter with the sweet. But yeah, for the most part, right, people are going to get doses of things that they necessarily just wouldn't buy at the normal Walmart, right? They wouldn't pick that up and say, I want to put this on and take it on. But what you'll find is that you're so much more powerful for it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, so, oh, you're so much more powerful for it. You're so much more advanced. And you look at the next man and you wonder, how do you navigate? How do you mitigate? How do you function on autopilot? How do you function with no control over, not so necessarily what's going to happen, but how you're going to handle what's going to happen? And we live in a society that's so decadent, that's so, so, has so much debauchery in it, that literally, literally, they will sh they sh this knowledge is shunned because it then begins to ask certain questions. It begins to ask certain serious things that are much deeper than what YouTube and IG and all these little platforms can answer or even try to address in any type of video. It really asks you, why are you doing the things you're doing? Why are you even watching, entertaining, doing the things? You have to start to look at yourself in a very realistic way, right? And most astrologers are trained not to tell you the bad stuff. Not I. 
I'm not going to tell you all the stuff that, you know, like we have a um, technique we can use to tell the time of death. I would never tell anyone that. Never. Just not. It's not your business. Believe it or not. Yeah. I can see it. But it's not your business. People ask me all the time, well, do you know when you're going to go? Of course. It's my, it's my right to look because I have the tools and abilities and I have the knowledge to handle that, not, that, that insight. It doesn't bother me. I'm not living every day in a certain way. <laughs> you know what I mean? To avoid some inevitability. I'm living it as I should have lived it regardless. But I take every day in a different perspective to understand that today is another day that I get to build higher and higher, deeper and deeper into my spiritual reality so that when I do leave, I can be accounted for. That's a little different. Yeah. I want to stand yeah. in, a, in, in front of the judgment and say, yes, I did what I was asked to do. And get, be able to graduate. Right and go to the next level so you know we have that ability it's that advanced yeah i don't know any western astrologer that can do that not to my knowledge they'll probably get close but i've seen it to where i've looked at dates of death and it almost and i'm we're both all black y'all I, I got pretty 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 pale like good god like it's just that accurate <clears throat> yeah just to test the theory i didn't share anything with anybody but it it, it works that way mm -hmm. so you know this is how it works you know astrology is so potent and so powerful the science the real astrology the real science of it so potent so powerful that you literally can see how life is going to happen from birth till death. I had a little girl that passed. Did I see it in her chart? She didn't have a chart long enough to see it. But when I did look mm -hmm. into what she had, absolutely. But guess who else's chart I saw it into? My own. So it wasn't, mm -hmm. wasn't a wasn't a, a sh it was a sh it wasn't necessarily a, 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 a it didn't have to I didn't it didn't snatch things from underneath my feet. I was able to still walk, talk, function, think of things that were beneficial, positive, and I knew it was a very special ancestor that came through to teach me something very special about my own self. So, and of course, the mother of, of the child as well. It's in her destiny as well. Straight up. Yeah. So, you know, I've had some experiences where I can tell, I've, I tell you, I've had to take the bitter medicine. Right. But the bitter medicine made me all that much more powerful. It gave me a sense of compassion so that other people that experience similar things, I can understand. And not only from a personal perspective, from a divine or cosmic perspective. So this knowledge is has compassion built into it so that you can begin to use it in a way that others will look at you as almost if you're magical. Hmm. And you are. 
but magic is not something that is far far removed from man's ability it's innate in his destiny that's why we have faculties that can give us those abilities once you're developed in that level of spirit no doubt indeed indeed yeah so you know um yeah i think this um i think this is this is this was a, you know probably the most um important topic you know to cover um in regards to astrology you know because uh it's a you know you got it's a, it's a way to to handle this you know and um and just how to approach the world um I think I think it, it has a a huge place in um in that and just you know in, improving the world you know if if used properly you know absolutely um yeah because every everybody goes through you know particular things uh, none of us are um <laughs> outside of um flaws you know, at least, you know, at, at certain points in our developments and different things like that, you know, where we're growing and learning. So, you know, the, um, you know, the science, you know, really, you know, put some, you know, something objective on that, you know. So I think I hope, I hope with this show and not just with this particular show, but just as a podcast in general, um, you know, we can, you know, impart that on the people and kind of, you know, make a contribution towards having, you know, people to have a, a level of compassion, you know, when you see somebody who falls and making mistakes or is going through something, uh, to know that, um, it's not without its purpose and that that particular person, um, you know, may or may not have had the tools to, um, you know, to develop themselves or to, you know, go against that, or they just had to go through that particular experience. And it's not like, uh, you know, giving it, um, saying that, you know, those, those actions, those things are okay. But, um, you know, to just have a, a respect for the process, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. People ask, um, the question, a great one of the great questions that religious mindsets want to ask is, "Do you believe in God?" And I simply say, "No." And they all of a sudden have the same rigorous thoughts, thought process. Oh, you don't believe in God? No. And the conversation from that point usually goes one of two directions. They usually ask why, or they walk away. Yeah. Why is my favorite. <laughs> That's why I said, if I told you, then number one, the word you use, God, is a mistake. But two, I don't have to believe anything. I know. Yeah. When you begin to study this deeply, you see, you it, it almost gives you goosebumps, if you will, 
because you really do yeah. see there is something that is in control whether you realize it or not. There's something that is in control whether or not you want to call it whatever you want to call it. I don't care what label because any label can never fit it anyway. You can't. Yeah. That's why in our culture we call it Netir and Jora, Netir, right? But that just means it can be any and all things. So we kind of like take the label away in order to give it the proper label. Yeah. But you can call it whatever you want to call it. Allah, Buddha, uh, Jehovah, Yahweh, Jesus, uh, Unkulunkulu, whatever. It is. It's there and it's in control. At all times. At all times. Even in the midst of darkness. It's especially there. Because it's kind trying to call attention. For you to see something that you didn't see before. So. Yeah. That is true compassion if you will. No doubt. No doubt. But. Um, we're going to tie it up here. Because I think. This has been a heavy enough show. I'm pretty sure most folks will agree to that. Um, it's been a pretty heavy show that you know you really go back and start pondering and looking over your destiny, looking over your chart, looking over the times and things that you have dealt with, looking over your your proclivities, right? Looking over your propensities, your ideas, your thoughts, all those things, and then looking at it and saying, you know what, this was already created and had me in mind when it was created. In fact. Even before I got here, it was here. So, you know, take those time, take the time out, folks, to look at your destiny. You know, take the time out to see, especially when it gets now to right around when it becomes winter solstice. This is the best time to do those spiritual deep exercises when you begin to really look internally and see what have I done with my destiny and what has my destiny done with me and how do I co-opt and work and hand hand in hand with it. This is the best time of year when things are slowing down, when the energies are becoming internalized, when you're not out partying and, and hanging out with friends and going to different concerts and doing all the things that we do on the in the in the um, warmer months, right? Use these cool yeah. this cooler time to self reflect, to get inside of who it is and what you are. And to really understand how to use the time that you have to the best of your ability. And that's where the winter solstice comes in when you come out on the other side and you're like, whoa, this next year is going to be one that I'm going to make this Dasha transit, whatever, work to my advantage. Yeah. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So, yeah, um, we're going to go ahead and table it right there. Um, and, um, you know, I just want to remind you that, uh, this episode was brought to you by, um, Push It Forward Media Group and Calabrucia Astrology. Um, and, um, make sure you go follow us at Cosmic Convo on Instagram. Um, we're on Facebook as well, using the same handle. And, um, you know, I want to thank Brother Ra for, you know, uh, you know, sharing what he shared in regards to his own chart. Um, you know, I think, you know, that's definitely important, um, you know, for especially, you know, in astrology, 
you know, to I think people appreciate that um, when an astrologer kind of shares their experiences and um, different things like that, you know, bring, brings a lot of integrity to the practice. So definitely want to appreciate any um, any other parting words you want to do before we um, close up this episode. No, sir. Just uh, y'all start because uh, whatever platform you use is great. Uh, you know, whatever, however you get it is awesome. But just don't forget that we are on YouTube as well. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, we're there. And a lot of times it's easier to just if you're doing something and you don't have time to do this, don't have time to do that. If you can't find it, go right to YouTube and we're right there. Right on, uh, on Cosmic Convos on Push It Forward Media. So uh, check us out there too. And you might be surprised and things may materialize there as well. So uh, keep your eyes posted and your, ears, your uh, eyes, eyes peeled and ears posted. So that you can kind of you know stay tuned and you know use any of the map, uh, media uh, platforms to spread the word. And to get it out there. And you know let your friends and family know. Uh, if you know people that are interested in astrology and they are, you know, they like the science, they, you know, find it fascinating, you know, pass on the good word and, you know, let them know where they can hear some real solid information on the science. Indeed, indeed. So, um, you know, with that being said, thank you all for tuning in. Um, and uh, we'll be here next week, same time, same place. And um, yeah, we're out. Peace. Peace.